Hey, what's up, Matthew Freeman Show listeners? Welcome back. This is the first time that you've been here. Thank you. Thank you for showing up to hear what I might have to stammer on about today. This is a place that I like to uh, share whatever the, the ongoings of life have led me to discover, uh, to think about, to question, to create, whatever. This is my artistic expression of the things that I'm learning as we go through this thing called life. I grew up thinking that I was the least artistic person. You know, every time we were asked to do an art project or some kind of creative uh, shoebox diorama, I struggled. The, The creativity from a visual art aspect was not something that I was very good at. I mean, still to this day, drawing stick figures, still rather sloppy when it comes to pinning something, taking scissors to something, visually trying to give you something to look at. But what I have realized over the years is art is so much more than what I interpreted art to be at that very young age because, you know, they called it art class. And it gave you a very specific idea of what art is supposed to be. English class, math class, philosophy, psychology, those were not called art. And it is in those ways that my artistic expression via writing, via articulating thought, via teaching, via the art of exercise, or nutrition habits accountability, or the the art of helping others feel safe to share what it is that's on their heart and giving them permission to feel okay getting rid of some of the stuff that resides within them. So this podcast, this is a long intro, is, and this is for the people that are here for the first time, This podcast is a representation of my artistic expression of how I see the world and the things that challenge us and push us within it, such as self-care, self-love, the ability to be in relation with another, Empathy, compassion, understanding, 
hard work, discipline, dedication, patience. This podcast is about all of these things. And today what I wanted to talk about was a word that continues to come up in my coaching practice. It's a word that I've experienced in this uh, last year, and believe me, many other years, but in different ways. And that word is numb. Because I don't enunciate super well, I'm going to spell it out, N-U-M-B, N-U-M-B, numb. That's right. Numb is the word. It continues to show its face in my practice and in my interactions with others. I get the statement, I think I'm just numb. And as I take a closer look at the times that I felt numb in my life, numb equaling in this case, in my interpretation of the meaning, the absence of feeling, right? When we say my hand is numb, we generally refer to the fact that we cannot feel it. But in this case, it's not a, a physical attribute that is numb. It's literally the entire emotional being that is numb. In the case that is showing its face, individuals are saying, I just feel numb. And at face value, I think that could be very concerning. The thought that You have the absence of emotion, the absence of feeling, the absence of possibly purpose, the absence of of connection. At first thought, that can be scary. But oftentimes when we're numb of the physical body, of a limb, it's because we've disconnected with that limb and aren't able to access the actual contraction of the muscle. And in this case, when I hear others and myself speak out loud the idea, the idea that I just feel numb. I started to contemplate what that really means. What is really being said? See, we live in a world this is not a tangent, I promise. But we live in a world 
that is inspired by the idea of looking forward to something. See, in my world, people choose to get in shape because they got to get into the wedding dress. People choose to get in shape because it's going to be uh, bikini season. People choose to get in shape because their doctor told them if they do not, they may die. People choose to reach out and ask for help because they just simply are unhappy and they're grasping at anything that might make them happy and they seen something somewhere where someone was happy and they thought to themselves, well, that, that could be me. I don't see why that can't be me. So I'm going to reach out and say, I want to look like this. Or I want to be this. Or I want to do this. And that very action gives this individual something to look forward to. And it is in the looking forward to something in the future that creates a real experience as of today. But that experience as of today is based on how today will make that future day feel. So there is a disconnection from present day to work towards something in a much further latter day existence away, right? Something to look forward to. The other times that individuals have real feeling in today's day and age is feelings like anxiety, sadness, fear, hope, despair. And generally that is from a looking forward to something that may occur that may or may not be real. So in this example, the looking forward to is based on a story that is untrue, but that has been created in the head, and that is creating today's current feeling, but a lack of numbness. Because there is feeling, like I said, anxiety, fear, maybe excitement. But the idea that exists is based on, the, the feeling that exists is based on the story 
that is creating a visceral emotion within. You know, we've all had anticipation of that phone call that we have to make next Friday. And we've gone over how it may go 200 times in our head. All the negative chatter, very rarely positive, but let's say positive chatter. Whatever the phone call may be. Maybe you're talking to a long lost relative for the the first time and you think they're going to be super excited to hear from you or you're talking to a long lost relative for the first time and you're creating all these stories of judgment and the body is physically reacting to these. This also occurs when there's something to look back at. So this happens in a situation where we think about the past as it relates to us. In today's current environment, there are things of Oh man, pre-COVID, I was in the best shape of my life. Now I'm not. Pre-COVID, things were going great. Pre-COVID, my wedding was scheduled. And there creates, again, a visceral, truly felt emotion within us that's based on thoughts of the past. And you know, usually they're not, usually they're not the most comfortable feelings. I mean, I definitely can think back to some really good moments in my life and have those feelings of joy momentarily, but they're generally followed by a longing for and a missing of. So they generally shift right away. So how does this all relate to the idea that so many individuals are currently feeling numb. And I'll tell you how. At least how I'm interpreting the idea of numbness. See, right now, in today's time, we've experienced a lot of alone. We've experienced a lot of forced exploration of self. We have been placed in an environment that has asked us to dig deep 
into our internal being and say what are you who are you what do you stand for and with the absence of things to look forward to because we don't know should I plan the vacation I don't know could I even get back what's my job situation look like I don't know and it's not very predictable in the sense that we don't know restrictions that are going to be permanent or partial so when we look forward right now there's nothing concrete to hang your hat on i would love to reschedule my wedding for xx date unless it's a private venue with limited capacity as of now we don't know that we can have that 200 person wedding so we've been forced to sit with ourselves and to grow and to learn what was i doing for attention not in a positive way what was i doing for what i said was me but maybe only for recognition what was i doing for positive feedback what was i doing to get negative attention to get attention who who was i when i get outside the loop of life this constant circular loop right we get tied up in the monotony we call ourselves busy when you eliminate all the distractions all the extracurriculars that we hide behind when you take everything that you've hid behind Oh, today was such a busy day. I got up, I had to do X, I ran here, I ran there, I had to work, and then I ran here, then I had a hair appointment, then I had to pick up Tim, and I had to go here. Oh, man, and then it was 8:30 before I finished the dishes and then I sat down and I watched you know, four episodes in a row. Grey's Anatomy rerun. man i'm exhausted when we no longer have the distraction of busyness when you take that veil away and we're left to sit with ourselves and we're forced time upon ourselves 
We have to take a critical analysis of not looking forward, not looking back. We're literally left with and forced into presence. And when we're forced into presence, at the highest level, you are with you. And it's like sitting in front of a mirror and staring at oneself. And then we have to learn to become completely content with the picture that we see become completely comfortable with the body we reside in and the person we are. Yet we don't know who that is. And it leads to a feeling of numb because if you say, I've been alive for 25 years, 50 years, 42 years, 70 years, I've done this, that, and the other, accomplished this, that, and the other. I'm looking in the mirror and I do not know who I am. I do not know what I stand for. I've hid behind the veil of distraction. I've always said, I'm Tina's mom, or I work at Medtronic, or I'm a power lifter. I've always defined myself of a behind a label of something that I do, but who am I? Who am I? What do I stand for? It can become very numb. Numbing. Num, num, numbing. I did not do that for show. I was thinking about the word numb and enunciating. It's very difficult at times. Anyways, looking in the mirror and saying, who am I? What do I stand for? Without distraction, without something to look forward to, without taking a deep dive into everything that you've accomplished as a descriptor of who you are. We're left with this very naked self staring into this reflection that's backwards that is showing you something that you're unfamiliar with. You have new behaviors that feel good, such as before you hit post, you realize I'm only posting this for response. 
and I don't need that response anymore. So then who am I without the responses of Instagram? I'm only going to punch in that clock for the validation of money back for my work. But there's nothing about the work that embodies what I stand for. So who am I without that job? I now work from home. And I don't get the recognition from my colleagues. Or I find myself no longer gossiping at work. Or creating drama that's unnecessary. So it's quiet. So who am I without the interactions that occur at work? becomes a continual evaluation of who am I? What do I stand for? I have all these new behaviors. They feel good. I'm no longer seeking out friendships that are a distraction. And I'm not saying all friendships are bad, but, but, but are they giving me in return everything that I am giving them? We start to realize that there, are, there were friendships that maybe weren't friendships. Maybe they were convenience. So then you strip that away. You start to feel alone. You're sitting in your house in front of that mirror and there is no emotion. There is no feeling. Only numbness. But here is the best part. The best part of your hand being numb is when the feeling comes back. Because then you appreciate the use of that hand. You start to go, wow, this feels awesome. So I encourage you to think about this. As you sit in front of that mirror, and as you feel numb, because there's an absence of looking forward or looking back, because you might not know what you stand for or who you are at the core when all of these outside distractions are stripped away and you're left with yourself, and yourself alone, and the feeling of numbness takes over your entire body. As you reconnect with feeling, as you redefine 
what feeling means to you. As you distinguish what you stand for, who you are at the very core, as you identify everything that makes up who you are, and the feeling starts to creep back in, and you're looking in that mirror and you start to recognize this new person, this new self, for exactly who you are and for exactly what you stand for. And now you have this new body with a newfound respect, this new embodiment. You now can perceive on a daily basis in the present moment, not needing something to look forward to or back on, but literally being appreciative of the feeling you have, who you are, what you stand for, in every interaction, in everything you do, right here, right now, in the only thing that is known, which is this moment. Guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Matthew Freeman Show. I will tell you that I did this episode while I'm walking because it's how my mind relaxes to express thought. Whether you agree or disagree with the things that you hear on the show doesn't matter. But I appreciate any and all feedback. I really do. I can't have everybody in agreement because then it doesn't facilitate more more artistic expression and more thought. So whether you agree or disagree, I just appreciate that you sat here and listened. And if you enjoyed the show, the only thing that I ask is this. That maybe you take a screenshot, throw it up on social media, you tag me in it, and you let others know that there is a man out there And when he looks in the mirror, one thing he knows that he embodies is that he is a teacher who genuinely cares about others, that each day wants to have an impact positively on the world in which I'm stepping in. So if you felt that from me in any of my shows, tag an individual episode and share it. Tag the actual show and share it. It's on all major platforms. I really appreciate it. And I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing your time, your most precious commodity, with me today. Until next time.